Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Penguins to Go, your daily dose of Pittsburgh Penguins news and analysis. You can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcast from. I'm your host today, Nick Berlansky, and we're going to talk a little bit about the Stanley Cup final because, well, it came to a conclusion, thus putting a stamp on the 2022-23 NHL season. Congratulations goes out to the Vegas Golden Knights, the 2023 Stanley Cup champions. The first Stanley Cup, of course, in Vegas's storied franchise history. And by storied, I mean it's their sixth season. It's kind of ridiculous. But hey, listen, I'm not one of those people that come out here and say, they haven't suffered. They should have had to go through 30 years of losing before getting to get this moment. No, they shouldn't have. Right? I mean... Trust me, eventually, the Vegas Golden Knights will be a bad team, and they'll suffer then. It makes no difference. And the same thing goes for all of those organizations and those fan bases that are saying, you know, my team's been in the the league for how many years, and they never got a championship, and I haven't had that moment. Eventually, I would say, eventually, they will. It's not a given, but you can't fault the team. They took advantage of the system. Clearly, nobody knew what they were doing in 2017 whenever the expansion draft rolled around for the first time. They took advantage, and six years later, they're Stanley Cup champions. Congratulations to Vegas. Congratulations to Bill Foley, who correctly predicted that. He said, uh, Cup and Six. I think that was back in the first season. He said Cup and Six, and he was right. So congrats to them, and also congrats to the Pittsburgh Penguins, or the former Pittsburgh Penguins, who are now Stanley Cup champions. In Phil Kessel's case, he is a Stanley Cup champion once again. He is now three-time Stanley Cup champion Phil Kessel. Uh, Great to see. He hadn't played since game four of the first round for the Vegas Golden Knights. But hey, listen, he's a three-time Stanley Cup champion. He's had a storied career, and he gets another ring. Uh, Congratulations to him, and congratulations to Teddy Bluger as well. Uh, He was a black ace for the Vegas Golden Knights. He did play in some games in the postseason. He did score a goal in the postseason, and now he's a Stanley Cup champion. So congratulations to Teddy Bluger 
and to Phil Kessel on winning the Stanley Cup. That's your that's your tie-in to the Pittsburgh Penguins, and there's going to be another one a little bit later in the show. But for the most part, I want to talk about the Stanley Cup final in general. It went five games, and it never really felt close. So while before the series started, I said that my prediction was that the Vegas Golden Knights were going to win in seven games. I expected the Florida Panthers to put up much more of a fight than they did in this series. But I'm not going to take anything away from the Florida Panthers, right? I'm not going to be one of the people that I've already seen go onto social media and say, well, they looked every bit of an eight seed in this series, and that's why they lost in five games and got embarrassed. They didn't get embarrassed, right? They made it to the Stanley Cup final as an eight seed. They were a very good hockey team this spring and they just fell short and they fell to a better team. The Vegas Golden Knights were the better team. And I would say all five games, even though Florida won game three in sunrise, I would say Vegas was still the better game for most of that evening. So when I look at this series, Ekblad, as we heard playing with multiple broken bones, he scored a goal in game five playing on, I believe a broken foot and also had a torn up shoulder, something like that. Matthew Kachuk didn't play in game five, but he did play in game four with a broken freaking sternum. So you think that that affected the series at all? Whenever at two to one, really the last chance for the Florida Panthers to get back into the series would have been to win game four. Matthew Kachuk plays with a broken freaking sternum. I mean, the guy's a warrior. He had a great postseason and you're the Florida Panthers, you have to be extremely happy with how year one with Matthew Kachuk went in your organization. Um, so that clearly made a difference. And then the biggest difference of all, while I don't completely blame him because the Vegas Golden Knights were an absolute wagon this postseason and were scoring goals at will against great goaltending. I mean, you look at what they were able to do to Connor Hellebuck, what they were able to do to Jake Ottinger, what they were able to do in the second round to Stuart Skinner. And now what they were able to do to Sergei Bobrovsky, the Vegas Golden Knights it, were just a murderer's row of goal scorers from the top of the lineup all the way down to the bottom in this postseason. And Sergei Bobrovsky, he had a rough series. You know, he looked like the best goaltender in the league for the majority of the playoffs, but he had a rough series. And at the end of it, it was a five-game series, wasn't particularly close, and now we sit here at the end of the 2022-2023 season with the Vegas Golden Knights at the, the top of the mountain. It goes back to what I said, though, before the final even started. I said I wanted to go seven games. I will always predict a seven-game series in the final when I believe it and when I'm really, really hoping for it. And that's all I want is a good Stanley Cup final. But for the most part, we haven't been getting it very often. I would say, looking back on the past 15 finals, only six of them have been good. Six of them have been something that lived up to the hype. Last year, I would say last year lived up to the hype. Now, would I have liked to see Avs Lightning go seven games? Yeah, but the Lightning going for their third straight Stanley Cup against a Colorado Avalanche team that was absolutely phenomenal. And those games were very intriguing. I thought those were great games, and that was a good series. So I'd give that to 2022, 2023, 
2019 Blues over the Bruins, one of the best Stanley Cup final series since the lockout in 2005. I'd say Blackhawks Lightning in 2015 was a good series. I would say the same thing for Blackhawks versus Bruins in 2013. 2011, you almost automatically have to put it in there. Bruins over the Canucks in seven games because it was a seven-game series. But the Bruins absolutely blew out the Canucks in all four of their wins. Not just one of them because you get that sometimes where there's a blowout victory in the Stanley Cup and you just say, hey, that was a dud game, but the rest of the series was good. All four wins for the Boston Bruins over the Canucks were blowouts, including Game 7 in Vancouver. So, I'll add it here, but I think that's a deeper case study. And then, 15 years ago, the the start of this entire sample size, of course, Pittsburgh Penguins over the Detroit Red Wings in seven games. So, six of the last 15 finals, I would classify as being good series. The rest of them, not really. Right? To my knowledge, there's no sweeps in there, which is a good thing. There was a good bit of, you know, six-game series, but, you know, there was the five-game series that the Caps blew out the Vegas Golden Knights, and after the game one, and it just didn't look good after that. It's not a massive problem because I would still say that hockey has the best playoffs every single year. It's better than the NFL playoffs. It's better than the NBA playoffs. It's better than the MLB postseason. The Stanley Cup final, I mean, name another sport where the playoffs has an entirely different fan base that comes in just for that time. And it's not just a small number. It is a large number of people that only watch the playoffs because it's that good. These people don't care about hockey the rest of the year. But once it says, okay, the Stanley Cup playoffs are beginning, everybody tunes in. It's because the playoffs provide drama, electricity, hard hits, everything that you want out of the sport of hockey. You see it in the playoffs. And this postseason was no different. We had so many great storylines. I mean, even apart from the Vegas Golden Knights, even apart from the Florida Panthers, you had the Toronto Maple Leafs finally winning a series. You had the Carolina Hurricanes looking absolutely phenomenal. You had the New Jersey Devils taking down the New York Rangers in the first round in seven games. A young New Jersey Devils team. That was great. You had Seattle slaying the demon, getting rid of the defending Stanley Cup champion in the first round. That was great. Dallas looking absolutely outstanding, and Rupe Hintz really putting a staple on his coming out party that was this season. It was a great postseason. But once again, the final just didn't live up to the hype. And apart from it being 15 years, by the way, the reason I went back to Pens versus Red Wings in 2009 is because, one, it's the Penguins and This is a Penguins channel if you're on Inside the Penguins, or this is a Penguins podcast feed if you're on Tip of the Iceberg. So, yes, I I usually relate a lot of the things back to the Pittsburgh Penguins because that's the majority of the listener base. But also, too, Penn's Red Wings was really the passing of the torch from the old age to the new age in the NHL. That Red Wings team was chock full of veteran Hall of Fame talents the Pavel Dadsuks of the world. 
Henrik Zetterberg was younger at that point, so I'm not going to count him in there. But Nick Lidstrom, Nick Cronwall, Tomas Holmstrom is not a not a Hall of Famer, but very important piece to that team. Johan Franzen, very important piece to that team. And then you had on the other side the young guys. Sidney Crosby, Evgeny Malkin, Chris Letang, Chris Kunitz was on that team. A lot of young talent on that team. Jordan Stahl, can't forget him. And it really kicked off a new era. I know that you had Penn's Red Wings in 2008, and I could start it from there. I know you had two other Stanley Cup final series between then and the lockout, but that was really the changing of the guard because it kicked off a stretch where the Blackhawks started their dynasty literally the next year. The Bruins finally got off the schneid and got a Stanley Cup victory. The LA Kings came out of nowhere, and for four or five years, they started their run as a mini-dynasty in the NHL. And as soon as the Penguins won that series, shortly after, the Lightning began their ascent to becoming what they ended up being eventually in 2020 through 2022, which was the class of the NHL and the team to beat in the Eastern Conference. So, really... When you look at the past 15 years, it's chock full of a lot of disappointing finals. And and this year, I would say, adds on to that. I'm not trying to take anything away from Vegas. I'm not trying to take anything away from the Florida Panthers. Both of them had phenomenal postseasons, phenomenal seasons in general. And I had fun watching it. But, I mean, 9-3, to three, that was the final. We didn't even get in a closeout game any suspense. 9-3. to three. You just want more. And if the league wants to grow, they should want more, too, from their championship series. But hey, at the end of the day, that's going to do it for the 2022-23 season. the end of the day, the Vegas Golden Knights won. That is going to be an insane parade, right? A championship parade down the Las Vegas Strip. Yeah, that's going to be an insane parade. Would be great to be out there. I was out there last month. Just mistimed it just by a month. Could have been out there for the for the Stanley Cup parade down the Vegas Strip. But oh well. Now we move on to the next season. Buyout window opens Friday, Pens fans. Could Mikhail Granlin get bought out? Mm, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, but we have plenty to talk about as the season begins to start over. The entire, you know, the end of the story for last season has happened now. The beginning of next season officially starts today. So we'll see what happens with that. We'll be here to cover it all, but that's it for this one. We'll see you guys next time.